0: to 90% Mental, Conversations with Grant Parr, Episode 68. Today, mental performance coach Grant Parr is going to uncover the baseball journey that led Gunnar Mayer to be the 150th pick in the 2019 Major League Baseball draft for the Philadelphia Phillies. After only pitching for a year and a half, this 6'7 pitcher caught the eye of almost every Major League Baseball scout and developed into the 13th ranked junior college pitcher in the country and was the fourth overall junior college player to be selected in the 2019 draft. In this interview, you will learn how a young athlete dealt with the demanding recruiting process and how he turned the pressures of being one of the best pitchers in the country
1: into pure motivation. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another 90% Mental episode Today is going to be an incredible interview that I'm going to share with you. And it's about the journey and the process that one has to go through to be a professional athlete, especially in the sport of baseball. And today I have Gunnar Mayer, who's the 150th pick in the 2019 Major League Draft for the Philadelphia Phillies. And he's going to share with you not only what he had to deal with in the past year and a half, but he's going to share with you how he took all the pressure and turned it into motivation. And I want everyone to understand the pressure that this individual had to deal with, because he'd been playing baseball his whole life. In the last year and a half, he actually changed roles and became a pitcher. And not only did he have to learn how to be a pitcher, he started to grow at an exponential rate. Uh, Just to give you an idea, he was 6'5 in high school, and a year and a half later, he's 6'7. And then with that, he's just caught almost every Major League Baseball scout's eye, and and also collegiate scouts as well. And I would say almost every time he was pitching, whether if it was in the game, in practice, in the bullpen, even outside of practice, he had a scout pointing a laser gun at him almost every single time. And sometimes there would be 10 to 20, 30 laser guns pointed at him. So not only dealing with that, he had to deal with all of the interviews on a constant basis. So when you think about going through that process, which seems really exciting, it could be very stressful. And he shares with you how he dealt with that process. He shares the, the support that he had at the junior college level from his coaches at Delta Junior College. And he talks about how important his dad and his family were through this process. So I'm so excited to, to share this awesome interview and show how humble this athlete is. So without further ado, let's go talk to Gunner. Hey, Gunner, how are you?
0: Hey Grant,
1: how are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Man, you bet, man. I'm I am so excited to have you on my show for a lot of reasons. One of them is just seeing you as a kid grow up and mature into this incredible man, this athlete, and <laughs> seeing yeah. what you've experienced and what you've done for your career. And and we're gonna talk about the the journey that you've gone through not only in the last week by being drafted by the Philadelphia Phillies, but also just your journey in the last year. Dealing with all the recruiting with colleges and professional teams, so I'm really excited to have you on the show.
0: Awesome! Yeah, sounds good.
1: Right on. Well, before we get into that, which I'm really excited for, I want to ask the my favorite question that I ask every guest when I start off this show, and it's about mental toughness. So, what does mentally tough mean to you?
0: So mentally tough is pretty much just something that is, I want to say, an obstacle in whatever you're doing. So it could be sports. The be school, just anything that involves effort, that just be an obstacle that someone can overcome.
1: Beautiful, exactly, man. It's, I always say it's, it's to me, it's just conquering the emotional hurricane. And you know, when we're dealing with our emotions, how can we just sit in the fire and sit yeah. through the, the tough things? And it's exactly what you're saying. Awesome. And I'm sure that you've had to deal with a lot of. uh maybe moments within your career and also this whole process with recruiting and had to be mentally tough a few times uh, through the last year or so. Yes. (laughs) For sure. Yes,
0: um, yeah, I've had a few of those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it, I love it. Well, let's get into it. I mean, you were picked in the fifth round, the 150th pick overall, by the Philadelphia Phillies. How awesome is that feeling? And, and and share with me, like, what were you feeling when they picked your name and you saw your name and your picture on the on the TV screen when they when they selected you?
0: So when I first saw my name, I was I was actually kind of shocked, even though I kind of knew it was coming. So which was a weird feeling, but yeah, I, I was I was pretty shocked, but it was a great feeling, just kind of surreal, just a good feeling to celebrate with the family and stuff. So it was it was some. Pretty pretty special feeling inside.
1: Now, has it has it sunk in, or are you still like, whoa, this is pretty surreal right now? Is it like, how do you feel like as of right now?
0: Um, it's it's definitely sucking in a little more. Still, still a little surreal though. I'm sure once I get there and get situated, it'll sink in a little bit, or actually, it'll sink in fully. But right now, it's just a little bit surreal. I knew I, I knew I was capable of it, but uh, I didn't I didn't really understand that it was what happened
1: so soon so <laughs> you know there's a, an incredible video that's on on social media of of you and your family and you hugging your your dad and and i, I want to get to that in a second because there's been awesome videos of people that were drafted showing those that that exchange of hugging their mom or their dad and i had the opportunity yeah. to you know i know hunter bishop who was the overall 10th overall pick for the giants and seeing his video hug his dad you can just feel it and it's just an incredible uh experience just to see it so you know knowing you and knowing your father for so long seeing that you two hug on that special moment if you're okay with it what was what, what was that feeling like for you and and what did what did your dad say to you when uh, he heard your name being selected
0: you know my dad's always been a, a pretty He's been a really good uh, mentor towards baseball with me. So when when he saw my name, I'm sure he was just, he felt accomplished what he's raised. And not only baseball, not only the baseball side of it, but the, just growing, growing up and what man he's raised me to be. So I think that was a big part of it too. And he just felt all the emotion was, wasn't all just because of baseball, but it was just, I think it was his feeling of accomplishment and what he like raised me to.
1: Absolutely. You know, he shared something to me. And it's funny, because over the years, you know, I've known Aaron since we were seven years old, uh, your father, Aaron, and he, he told me, he's like, man, I literally been visualizing that moment of hugging him since he was eight years old. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. and, and I, he goes, if you know me, Grant, he's like, you know, that I was visualizing. I'm like, Oh, yeah, we've, we've Tim and I've talked about this. So, I yeah. just think it's a neat experience not only to just to hear it but to see it and um and be a part of it from the outside so it's it's a beautiful thing to see yeah um, so right now like there is i think what was it um was it a baseball america they stated just i think within the last day that you were the most exciting draft in the second and third round for the phillies
0: oh yeah i think I think that might have been baseball america, so I did see that. I'm not positive which website it was, but mm-hmm. I
1: did see that. <laughs> how is, how, I mean, how does that make you feel? Like when you, when you hear that, like, does that, are you, does that make you feel like there's more pressure on you or are you just like, man, that that's just an awesome thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty awesome. I don't want really see it as pressure. I see it as more of a motivational thing. So when I see that, it, it, it tells, I, I found it to myself as it tells me that I have a statement to prove and, I find that as motivation.
1: So I, I kind of like that when I saw that. Cool. And I also I want to throw this out here or throw it out there as well as when you think about all the players, I mean, from high school, junior college, and college that are available for the draft, you can only imagine how many athletes at the junior, lo- junior college level are available. And when you think about yeah. when you were selected, you were, I believe you were the fourth junior college player selected in the whole country. The fourth. Like how does that make you feel?
0: That makes me feel pretty good too. Just another it makes me feel pretty accomplished of what I've done, proud of myself. I mean, to be honest, like going into my freshman year of junior college, I wasn't really expecting all of this, so it just kinda again, the word surreal pops up, but yeah, it's kinda surreal just living in this moment and stuff. I'm I'm just I just feel really accomplished of what I've what I've done so far. Beautiful,
1: beautiful yeah before we go back to the you know like learning the history of you and your career and how you became a pitcher, you talked a little bit about pressure and how you're using some of these things as motivation so yeah, what is your relationship with with pressure? Is it something that you embrace it? Do you love it, or is there still part of you still dealing with certain parts of pressure
0: so I haven't really had pressure until my well i I've had pressure in high school too, but it started getting pretty serious when I started having Scots come out and watch me during like junior college games and stuff and um I've learned to use pressure as also motivation and it just helps me stay on top of my stuff. So I mean at first everyone like with pressure will probably not really know how to use it at first I wanna say, but I feel like um I've learned to like I've learned to use the pressure in good ways that helps me and benefits me more. So I would say using the pressure towards like motivation and uh, make sure I, make sure I stay on top of my stuff. I feel like feel pressure in a in that way could be, could help me a lot actually.
1: I love it. I always love saying yeah. this, that pressure is is a privilege, and there there is good pressure and there is bad pressure. And and you clearly have, have the relationship with pressure in a very positive way, which it's is yeah. awesome that you have that relationship with that. Now, you talked about all the scouting. And I've seen not only videos, I've seen pictures of times where you're getting ready. You're just you're just practicing. You're getting ready, warmed up for a game, or it's not. You're not even at practice. You're just throwing bullpen, right? And all, you have like I don't know, ten, fifteen, twenty guns pointed at you. Almost every time that you're pitching, yeah. how did you how did you deal with all that?
0: Um, honestly, I kind of just blur them out of the, the scenario. So whenever Whenever I was in the bullpen, I was just focusing on me and my catcher, and he was doing the same because he, he knew what I was trying to do. So uh, me and my catcher, my our bullpen catcher, had a pretty strong relationship actually at Delta, my junior college. So we would always talk before we'd throw, and he'd always go, just you and me, or how we go, just you and me to him. But it actually helped me a lot just focus on focus on his glove instead of what's behind me and all the radar guns behind me. As well as in the game, too, I would do the same. Especially in the game, you're batting against a hitter. So it's a little bit different with that. It's a little bit easier in the game, actually, to focus more on the catcher because you're, like, in a game. But in the bullpen is where it can get kind of tough. But if you if you learn like I did just to focus on the catcher, it's pretty pretty cool thing.
1: Was there ever a time where did it ever get too much? Or was there any, you know, and again, not calling anybody out, but, I mean, was there any pushy scouts or was there a point of it where you're just like man this is getting too much?
0: Um yeah there was there were a couple points where there were a lot of a lot of people behind behind the backstop during my bullpen's and uh I had a couple of bullpens where I just wasn't I wasn't locked in like I usually am and my mind was just in the wrong spot I was just I was trying to impress them too much which is not what not what I was supposed to be doing so that got that got kind of more towards my in my head than just throwing the ball to the the catcher. So,
1: totally. No, it makes sense. I mean, I I can only imagine. Uh, you know, every time that you pitch, you know, it's just you have all eyes on you at all times, and it's it was kind of like that for a full year, right? Yeah. How was it though when you had all of this attention and you had all of these scouts coming to you, um, college and professional? How how did your team react to it? How did your coaches react to it?
0: Um, me and my pitching coach had a pretty cool relationship actually. So he
1: would he would
0: talk to me and just tell me ask me if I was okay with all of it and ask me if I was actually like getting pressured with it and I would talk to him back and just tell him I'm doing pretty well and he would he would usually tell me when Scots were gonna come so I would kinda be prepared. And uh he'd also like during inner squads which is like just our team playing against our team. He would um he would actually tell the Scots not to come. And sometimes they found their way to come still, but um <laughs> yeah, usually usually me and my coach had a pretty good pretty good relationship toward with that stuff. But uh, the team was awesome awesome with it. Uh they were always hyping me up about it, which I found pretty cool. But uh
1: yeah, everything was everyone was pretty cool with it. Beautiful. That's good. That's good. Now before this experience though, you did commit to a college, right? Yes, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. What was it about Texas Tech? Because I know that you had, you had scholarship offers from UNR and San Jose State. And I know there's a lot of other ones uh, that were offering you um, scholarships. And you went and checked them out and did a lot of trips. So what was it about Texas Tech that, that made you want to commit to them just in case if the whole professional gig didn't work out?
0: Yeah, so on my visit to Texas Tech, we, uh, we got to spend a lot of time with everyone of their coaching staff. So I like that. I like knowing their coaching staff. They they did a really good job with that because I've haven't ever felt so connected with a group of people in such a short amount of time as I did with them. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like they were just awesome. I I I saw that I could probably relate to them mostly because they were all from a JC, so they all coached JC before they went to Texas Tech. So I liked that, and just uh, we sat down and talked to them about the draft too because. We also we obviously knew that was an a um situation that could be happening with leaving Texas Tech. So uh we talked about that and they were totally cool with it. Like they understood me going to the draft if I needed to. And they just they just seemed so opening, so it was awesome.
1: Awesome. That's great. Now let's talk about your stuff a little bit. What is your favorite pitch or your or your strength and Talk to me about your your velocity because I know in a short amount of time that you've been actually a pitcher, your velocity has increased. How much has it increased, and and what did it take for you to do that?
0: So in high school, when I first started pitching, my velocity was probably mid 80s, mid to high 80s if I if I'm feeling good. And then when I came to junior college, um, so let me let me go back a little bit. Uh, when I first started pitching in high school it was about the fall of 2007. Yes. First started pitching then, and then I started pitching in the spring of 2018 for my high school. And then that's when my Velo started going up a lot. Um, I had a couple games where I was 90, 91, and then that was about it. And then when I got to junior college, my Velo was about the same in the fall. And then uh, Christmas break, we had time off, so I really was just pounding the weight room. I was throwing weighted balls, which is a really good velocity builder. So I was throwing all that, and I came back, and I was actually – I jumped from like ninety ninety one to like ninety two ninety three and I was touching ninety four all of a sudden. So, wow, yeah, that was pretty crazy for me to just kind of take that all in. But I was also pretty excited with myself about it.
1: Wow, and what's your pitch? Yeah. What's your strength, or what do you love to pitch?
0: I'm I'm a big fastball guy, honestly. But uh, if I had to pick an off speed pitch, it would probably be my my spike curveball. It's like a twelve six action.
1: Wow, beautiful. Now. Did your dad ever throw 94 miles an hour? <laughs> I think he did. He he did when he was in pro ball. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny, and I want to share with my listeners a little bit the history here a little bit. But, you know, I grew up with, with Gunnar's you know, father for since we were seven. But, you know, he was always a catcher his whole career. And then later, like right at the tail end of his high school career, he switched over to being a pitcher and then ends up getting yep. you know, drafted by the— the angels and i know that you played first baseman throughout your life but you kind of it's like the same trajectory the same thing that's happened and you guys throw about the same uh velocity it just seems like there's a lot of mm-hmm. similarities
0: yeah it's pretty crazy we've always talked about that how it was pretty pretty crazy how we both uh went to a junior college for one year and we both played a position before we started pitching
1: <laughs> isn't that crazy
0: <laughs> yeah
1: oh i love it i love it what do you think, though, out of this whole experience? Now, I know it's it's been about a year, year and a half since you've been a pitcher, and then definitely the last year of all the recruiting. What do you think you've learned the most about yourself?
0: What I've learned the most about myself throughout this, like, journey, um, it's probably been that I can handle pressure pretty well. Hon- like, honestly, I, I honestly didn't think it would be that easy to handle all this pressure, but I just kind of put my head down and, and did my own thing, so... I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of myself. And I've, I've learned that just putting your head down and, and doing your own thing and doing what you do best is, is what's going to get you the furthest.
1: Totally, man. I love it. I love it. And outside of being drafted into the major league, major leagues, what is your biggest or what is your proudest moment outside of being drafted?
0: Hmm, proudest moment outside of being drafted? Hmm, probably... Um, Actually, it was probably last year. I did I did really well in my school, which I'm usually not the best student. Like in high school, I went to a private school, so I I wasn't always the best with grades. But this last uh, last semester, I got a three eight in my for my junior college, which was I was pretty I was pretty pumped about that.
1: Wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some questions that are I'm gonna ask you to be vulnerable because um, I know right now. Things are awesome. You're, you're excited. I can only imagine imagine how excited you are right now. But what comes with being drafted, whether it's in the first round, second or third, in the top five, top ten, there's some pressure to it. Um, I can only imagine. Um, what scale, What scares the hell out of you going into this new part of your, your career?
0: Honestly, there, there's not a lot that scares me just because my dad – has talked to me so much about it, so I feel like pretty prepared for it. The only thing that scares me, I would probably say, is just meeting new coaches and stuff. And I don't know, maybe I don't get along with the coaches, but I doubt anything like that will happen. So, not, nothing major I'm scared about for this journey. But I'm just mostly excited. <laughs> excited.
1: just being in the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now I want to. I want to learn a little bit about um, your mental game, if you will. Um, your mindset how do you when you have to overcome adversity or overcome uh, a home run right someone just rips a dinger off yeah what do you do Mm -hmm. to get yourself back into the game or or refocus to the next pitch
0: um when someone does that it happened a couple times this year so i totally just flush what happened so if they had all my i just take my hat off Rub this way off my forehead and just totally forget about it, and just think about the next guy automatically. Next guy, who cares about that home run? And it helps me a lot. Just like forgetting about the home run, just totally flushes your brain and your body. And usually, if you keep thinking about the home run, you'll be all tense and won't be throwing as much strikes. But if you totally forget about it and just say loose, everything's gonna be okay.
1: That's awesome. That that's great. And you know, what do you think? and again, I don't know if you know this answer, but what do you think made the Phillies decide to go to go with you?
0: The scout, his name is Joey Davis. Um, he's been a great guy. Um, I've, I've seen him since the beginning of the fall, so I, I feel like he's been around almost every game and watched me, even though I don't pitch, just to talk to me. So I feel like I don't know. I I guess he just really likes me, but uh <laughs> he he fought for me in the draft room, so it's pretty cool. He's a great guy though. I like Jerry
1: Awesome. Awesome. Now, if you were going to talk to an athlete that is going right into the situation he did in the last year, going through all the scouting and and all the you know, the gunning, if you will. Um What would you say to an athlete that's going to be going into something that you just went through the past year?
0: I would just tell him just to do his thing because what I've learned with my coaches in the past and at Delta actually is all the scouts are there because they like you for who you are right now. So as long as you do your thing, they're going to be happy. So you don't need to impress them by doing anything more. So what what I would tell them is just to go out there. Don't try too hard. Just throw what you got or hit what you got and everything
1: should be okay beautiful one more question here before we close out and this is a a big question here but when you think of your future and you think of your goals what is your your ultimate goal with your major league career
0: my ultimate goal would just be play as long as I can honestly because I I just I just love this game so much and sure my parents want to see me out there as much as they can so Make them happy, make myself happy, and just just play baseball as long as I can.
1: And I don't know, yeah, just stay on that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, I've I've heard your your father many times, and I know he's probably said this to you in the past. But you know, he was like, man, if whether if it's baseball or it's any other sport, um, and he referenced the jersey. But if he was he was saying basically. If you can keep that jersey on your back as long as possible, then do it, because yes. what you get out of sport when you get out of this game of baseball is just there's so much love and fun and, and there, you know and you know this you know you've learned so many tools outside of just being an athlete from the game. So I always thought when I heard mm-hmm. that um, it just rings true, man. Like if you can play something and, and be healthy as long as possible, then do it, and if you love it, do it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, well, Gunner, man, I I am excited um, and honored to have you on my show. But I'm excited for you and your career, and uh, and I can't wait for myself and my listeners to watch you blossom into an incredible Major League Baseball player. Awesome. Thank you, Grant. You bet, bud.